0: What's up hot mamas, it's Tilly here, freshly moved into a brand new home, freshly off of vacation, freshly having been well fucked for a while now. (laughs) And today I wanted to talk with you about something that I've heard from many potential clients recently, is that they have to have alcohol in order to have great sex, or so they say, and I've heard it a lot in my three years of being a holistic sex coach, and I thought it was time to finally address this issue. So I've heard that this is a struggle, that many of you have to have a glass of wine or alcohol in order to get in the moment enough to have great sex, (laughs) which is hilarious when I hear this, because what I'm thinking as a sex coach and through my therapy lens is that when you all tell me this, number one, I think you absolutely have no idea what great sex is then. And you absolutely have not had the best sex of your life or even great sex. If you consider tipsy or drunk sex, great. Okay. And number two, to me, this means that you deeply, deeply struggle with getting out of your head and past your trauma responses in order to feel pleasure, which to be honest with you is just fucking sad, but I think it's even more sad that the bar is so low on what great sex even is because most people, they that what they think is great sex is actually not even that great because they don't even know or have the education around what's even possible for their bodies to experience. So today I wanted to discuss why this happens and what you can do about it. So tipsy sex or drunk sex can feel... I'm, I'm using air quotes here. Great. Minus the hangover in the morning and lack of emotional connection. Because what happens is that your brain on alcohol is bypassing all of the guards and the blocks to pleasure, making you feel uninhibited and carefree. And because you feel uninhibited and carefree, this can help you drop into pleasure more readily and get to like the place of where you just don't give any fucks about your body or what you look like. So this often has to do with the alcohol gets you to the uninhibited state. But the thing is, is you don't need that to get there you're not really in your body and you're not really deeply connected when you're having drunk or tipsy sex. So it just feels that way in the moment because the inhibitions are suddenly gone. So we could all probably agree that the best sex happens when you're not thinking about it, or when you're so connected to your partner. And so in that moment and in the present that the world could literally be crashing down around you and you wouldn't even know, and you wouldn't even fucking care because you are on another planet. You're so present and in the moment. So I call this planet. If I had to create a name for this planet or state that we all go into, it would be the wild primal impulse of humanity planet, or I don't know, something like that, but that's what I want. That's what I like to think about it. This is a place where you can go when your cortical thinking brain shuts off and you're able to be present and in the moment and stay connected and focused on the pleasure. This is something that I talked about, uh, years ago when I first started my business. I did a live on this, but I feel called to tell you about it again. When I had my babies, my first one was born unassisted at home. And this is a state that I ended up getting into, uh, this wild primal impulse state that if you've had a kid too, naturally, uh, you probably relate to this, but there is an ecstasy about it. Even though there's pain in it, it's also ecstatic and it's very primal and impulsive. And there's no other way that I knew how to get in that state other than labor and birth. And I just remember thinking that if I could if I knew how to get myself in that state, then sex could be amazing. Like I would have so much more access to pleasure. Like it would be easy to drop into my body, but I didn't know how to do that outside of labor and birth. So the problem with getting into this wild primal impulse state and why it feels easier to access pleasure when you're tipsy or trunk is because turning off your cortical thinking, logical thinking brain is really difficult if you don't have the tools and practices to get there. And since we've all been conditioned to stay in our logical thinking brain and our society praises us for being there all of the time and for our intelligence, we tend to do it out of habituation. And also because staying in your logical thinking brain is a trauma response in regards to pleasure. So it's often a flight response from being in your body. Sometimes when it doesn't feel Safe. there's no safety in your body to experience pleasure because of big T or little T traumas or because of negative, negative conditioning, your bra, your body will go into your head all of the time as a trauma response. So really letting yourself drop in and go wild and be in that primal non thinking part of your brain is something that women have also been told is dangerous and it's not okay. And we have so much fear conditioned fear around being in that place. And this goes into not even just conditioning from, uh, you know, whatever religion you might have got brought up and that, you know, shamed you for being in that place. But also it goes back generationally to, you know, 400 years ago when women who were actually in touch with their sexuality were being burned at the stake simply because they knew how to be alive and they knew how to feel and tap into that ecstatic primal state, but because it was so feared by patriarchy, by the powers that be for women to be in that state, they knew the power in that state. They wanted to burn every woman that knew about that and knew how to access that. (laughs) So here's a little bit of Tilly's witchy side coming out. uh, getting into that wild primal state is really what they knew back then that was being heavily judged and they knew how to do it without drugs or alcohol. Those women knew how to get there and because it was feared by society, uh, they we kind of lost that art. And here we are 400 years later in 2020. And we all wonder why the hell it's so hard for us to actually get in our bodies and stop freaking thinking about the to-do list and all of the things that we should be doing instead of experiencing pleasure and amazing sex. <laughs> all right. So really the secret to having great sex without alcohol, there are three points that I want to share with you today. The first is to know that sex is not indeed great if you have to have alcohol to have it and you are very well mistaken if you think that that's the best sex you could ever have oh no 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 honey it could be so much better but you don't know because you don't have the tools and the practices to have amazing emotionally connected sober sex without inhibitions or hang-ups or blocks to pleasure and confidence the second thing is that you need to understand that if it takes alcohol for it to be great that this most likely means that you have lots of blocks to pleasure turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body, as well as blocks to intimacy and connection. And then you need to go and seek out the support to break through those blocks and traumas. And then the third thing is that you need to start using breath, your breath to consciously move and break through those blocks to pleasure. This is something that you can do on your own. It's super simple and easy. The breath is the most important holistic sex tool because it tends to have the most profound effect on the quality of your sexual experiences. And it does, you don't need freaking plant medicine and drugs and alcohol to get there. So when you don't consciously breathe during a sexual experience, you're probably creating tension in your body and you're butting up against the blocks to pleasure. But if you breathe deeply and fully in and out of your mouth, this is going to help you move through those blocks as well as to relax the rest of your body. You do it in childbirth. You do it when you hurt yourself and you move through the pain. The breath is the most powerful tool you have to move through pleasure blocks and nervous system responses, such as the fight, flight, freeze, or fawn during the sexual experience itself. So be conscious of the breath in your sexual experiences and notice if it helps you to drop in more fully and to be able to get out of your head when you're having sober sex. So a example of the breath that you would want to use in sex is a deep, full inhale and exhale in and out of the mouth with no pause between the inhale, no pause between the exhale. So it sounds like this. <sighs> And of course you can add in sound and you should be sounding during sex. Uh, but just focusing on the breath for right now is a really great step to breaking through blocks to pleasure, turn on and confidence and intimacy in the sexual experience. So keep in mind that rewiring your brain to have great sex without alcohol, isn't something that's going to happen overnight. This takes time. It takes time to work through blocks to pleasure and intimacy and confidence. It's not just a take a pill and ooh, there it is. No, sweetheart. <laughs> That's not how it works with sexuality. And if you've tried that stuff, chances are, and you're listening to this podcast, you're like, uh, yep. Been there, done that. Didn't work. I know because it doesn't. So if that's something you'd like further support with, or if you just want to share with me your experience of this, I would love to hear from you over on Instagram. You can follow me at Tilly.storm. It's T I L L Y dot S T O R M. And you can send me a DM and tell me all about it. All right, y'all. Thanks so much for tuning in and here's to having Amazing pleasurable, connected sex without alcohol. (laughs) See y'all next week.